Whether you keep them in your home or love to see them in theirs, these are the creatures that bring us all together. Reptiles. Reptiles. We're going to be delving into the experiences of reptile lovers from around the block and around the world. This is the Reptile Talk Podcast. Boom! What's up, everybody? This is Jeremy Turgeon from Brassman Reptiles. And I'm Robin. I'm creeping it real. Woohoo! Thanks to everybody in the chat who has been bearing with us for the last eight and a half minutes as I was trying to figure out what the hell was going on with my audio. Uh, but I didn't figure it out, but we're still here. <laughs> we're still doing it. We're still rocking. We're still here. Uh, so we're super excited to be talking Amazon tree boas tonight. I'm super stoked. Um, before we even jump into that, though, if you've missed the information that's uh, that's been circulating right now, uh, we need to be seriously paying attention uh, to what's going on down in Florida. As uh, U.S. Arc Florida posted today, the FWC is contemplating uh, pushing through a safe list or a white list of reptiles and just animals in general, non-native animals in general. Uh, anything that's not on the safe list would essentially create a de facto ban on everything else. Everything else would be considered prohibited unless it is on that safe list. So please, 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 please do us a favor. Just go check out US Arc Florida. You can find them on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, give them a follow. I've been talking with a bunch of different people down in Florida. Uh, after getting getting wind of stuff, I did a live stream with Kevin over at Nerd earlier and uh, talked with Mike Wilbanks and a few other people as well. Just this, this is not not good. Um, the ripple effect of this is is uh, got a catastrophic potential to uh, everything animal related. Um, so please go check that out. And in tandem with that, any super chats that come through tonight are going to go to US Arc Florida um, because they're going to need money to help support this so um so yeah any super chats that come through tonight uh which we appreciate whenever they do but any super chats that you guys send in tonight is gonna that all that is gonna go right to us arc florida um so if you have the ability please uh throw it over or just go donate whatever you were going to super chat right to us arc florida um either way is totally fine but uh they're gonna need that help and support so that's that's that. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on that. I want to talk about Amazon tree boas. Uh, <laughs> um, but I definitely did want to get that uh, out of the way. And uh, I will be hopefully chatting with Phil at some point tomorrow uh, to get some more information on what is going on with that and when we can get him on the podcast to discuss it. I know he's traveling uh, today and then I'll be traveling tomorrow. So our schedules don't really... Uh, don't really connect very well. Brian Gundy is in the What's house. That? The the legend. I the saw legend. that. I was like, what? Yeah. For those of you who don't know the legends of Brian Gundy, uh, man, this this man dives for handfuls <laughs> of snakes while field herping, and uh, and I want to see this in person. At some point, at some point, I will. But. Trust me when I tell you Brian Cusco has told me the many legends of Brian Gundy. So <laughs> I'm very excited for that. Uh, all right. Right before we bring um, Brandon on, I just want to shout out Randy for dropping the super chat, $20 super chat. That's going to go right to uh, US Arc Florida. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And uh, all right. Without further ado, bam, we're going to bring on Brandon Christ and talk some Amazon tree boas. 
Bam. What's up, dude? What's going on? Hey. All right. Cool. I was like, oh, no, he froze. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I hit it for a second. Yeah. yeah. What's going on, fellas? Heck, yeah. Um, not much, man. Not much. Along, you know, trying to get as much herping in as possible right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the real reason why we it's were late, guys. Rob was catching toads. <laughs> I I did see some toads, and I did find an Eastern box turtle and a ringneck snake and a worm snake. So hey, <laughs> <laughs> heck yeah! Um, all right, before we dive into our topic for the yes, night, sir. just shout out to Intrepid Exotics. Definitely need to get some official stuff on the U.S. Arc page about the deal in Florida. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Phil that was will... there, right? Phil was at the meeting. I don't know if Phil was at this meeting, but there was a meeting last yeah. week that I know he was there at. Um, okay. So, yeah, he is, he's there. He's always got boots on the ground wherever wherever he needs to be. Um, so, absolutely. Thank you, guys, everybody that's here in the chat. You guys know the deal. Uh, share the video if you feel so inclined to do so and again all the super chats tonight are going to go right to us arc florida um, to help them with everything that they've got going on down there okay tree bow at time <laughs> here we go Let's get it. heck yeah heck yeah so uh so brandon for those people who don't know you um what got you into into the reptile scene what got you into amazon tree bows and, and all this stuff uh Pretty much the typical story, man. I was born an animal lover, all types of animals, you know. Um, I got into reptiles probably about when I was 15 or 16, um, about 20 years ago. I got my first green iguana baby, 20 bucks at the local pet store. <laughs> you can probably imagine how that went. Yeah. Uh, we'll just say Pedro never made it to adulthood, so. There was that. Oof. Yeah. Got my first snake a little later on after that. Um, I started with your standard BCI boa. Kept that for a while. Um, I started out slow the first couple of years, you know, just had a couple pets. And then um, one day I was looking at snakes with a buddy of mine and saw an Amazon tree bow on the internet. And I was like, what the hell is that? Because that thing's badass. <laughs> And, uh, I didn't even know what it was. My buddy, my buddy at the time, uh, he knew more about reptiles than me. He told me what it was, um, and it was it was basically love at first sight, man. So I started getting into them. Um, I found somebody online in the early two thousands that had a couple babies. Um, it was garden and a yellow, a patterned yellow. Um, they were tiny, dude, like real tiny. Mm -hmm. I got them. One died shortly after I got it. Mm -hmm. um, pretty sure they came from a gravid, you know, wild caught female. Kept those for a while. Um, about that is when I started going into the typical uh, newbie uh, Noah's Ark syndrome. Started taking <laughs> everything I could get. Didn't matter. Um, <laughs> But the, the the Amazons were still like my first my first love outside of your typical ball pythons and things you'd see at you know the pet store around the corner. Um, mm -hmm. Then I I saw people do all this breeding and stuff. So fast forward a little bit, I find out about reptile shows. Back then, um, 
they basically had just sacks of imported retrievals, you know, 40 bucks. <laughs> I would just go buy, no rhyme or reason, I would just buy the biggest females, gardens, just gnarly, nasty, you know, pissed off. <laughs> um, the vendor, the vendors at these shows probably hated me because nothing was sex. So I told them I wanted females. They had to sit there and probe everything. Just get it must on. Just just so I can get a forty dollar Amazon, you know? Yeah. <laughs> had to be so I'd get I'd As gather was... a bunch of garden, you know. I'd just gather a bunch of big cheap uh garden females and then I'd get a colored, you know, colored male and just throw them to a couple of them. So that's how I got started. Um I've progressed over the years. You know, I've I've tried a bunch of different species, but the love for Amazon has always been there. So that's pretty much yeah. it, man. And for the so, people who don't know, Amazon Musk is the most pungent, disgusting <laughs> stuff. It is so bad. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, last time Jeremy was over here, uh, I had him help me double check the litter that I got right now. And uh, <laughs> it smelled pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it always does. Yeah. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I want to give out a, a shout out to Timothy for the super chat. Appreciate it, man. <clears throat> and, uh, oh, and bionic Benny is in the house. What's up, man. Uh, what's up guys here to support USR can need to strengthen, uh, the hobby one step at a time, literally, at least for me, <laughs> glad <laughs> we got, uh, we got guys like you happy. I made it live. Heck yeah, man. We're happy that you're here. Definitely appreciate the super chat. Definitely going to go to a great cause tonight for sure. Um, thank you again, everybody that's in the chat, hanging out with us while we talk about stinky tree snakes. <laughs> the stinkiest. Um, the stinkiest man absolutely <clears throat> um so brandon is there uh i know what you have in your collection right now only because i've seen it but is there uh along your path was there a, a color phase of amazon that like always caught your eye where you're just like anytime i saw one i had to get it honestly man back in the day um like a patternless yellow was the most classic amazon to me it still is really um yeah red seems to be the most popular and sought after these days of course and of course i have some of that but um i've really uh just focused in on having a small group nowadays that's what i like to keep i don't like to be overwhelmed um so i just i just pretty much dialed in i've, I've got like 3.5 adults right now mm -hmm. it's not that much compared to some people um that's just the way that's just the way I like to keep it, man. But um Heck yeah. yeah. Reds and yellows, man. <laughs> and calico stuff is good too. Yeah. I think that when you have a, a smaller group like that, when it's like under ten to fifteen animals, you're able to like really dial in your your seasons with each of those ones that you intend on breeding i think that it gives you a little bit more of a touch once you get over 15 females it's like sometimes it's tough especially because uh from the times that i've bred amazon sometimes they fake you out where you're like oh yeah she's gonna go and then they they don't do anything and like i don't know if she's gonna go maybe i don't know yeah yeah i just always consider myself a hobbyist that breeds occasionally um i don't think i'm anybody special 
I wasn't really sure why Jeremy wanted to talk to me of all people about Amazons, but you know, that's cool. <laughs> Dude, well, it's it's because I feel like if, if I if I don't if I don't give you as much time in the spotlight as possible, then you're just gonna end up holding Carnage hostage. <laughs> He's like six feet away from me right now, so <laughs> if you wanna see if you wanna see him at any point. So you can make sure he's alive. I can pull him up. <laughs> I trust you. I trust you. <laughs> so for those for those of you who don't know, if you guys saw, if you follow me on Instagram and you saw my post, uh, the tatted hand holding Carnage <laughs> next to that insane bicolor girl. That was Brandon's hand holding Carnage. I have no no tattoos on my wrists. <laughs> it's never oh, chair. <laughs> that's fair that's fair <laughs> so <clears throat> you've been keeping the amazons for a long time and and uh we we talked a, a while ago especially right when i was making that post of the two uh of those two amazons about uh, the dark grove line uh lineage of the amazons and uh you know i mean that's an og line that not too many people know about um so when uh, when did you find out about the the uh, dark grove stuff? Um, well, I remember it from back in the day, man. I used to be in forums and stuff. Um, I don't know if you guys were. I never. I I got these two as adults already. I just happened to come across the one I call Tricks, uh, <laughs> the bicolor red and orange. I came across her um, for sale a while back. Um, the guy, the original owner, he bought two siblings and raised them up for five years before he sold them so i ended up buying tricks and he kept the other one and said he wasn't going to sell her but i you know i told him um if he ever decided to sell her to let me know first since i had the sister so that eventually ended up happening and so i ended up with two dark grove sisters and um those are really just my main focus right now as far as producing and i've i've put both of them to my uh red male atomic mm-hmm. and Trix has made some nice babies punch her sister has been paired this season and um it looks like she actually took so it'll be cool to have uh offspring from two sisters bred the same male heck yeah really see where that where those um, cards lie yeah as once those are born yeah were you talking about the uh, forums yeah. like Amazon Live? Yeah, and even um, even like the old King Snake forums and stuff, you know, back then. Um, yeah, I uh, I was on Amazon Alliance, but I hated the King Snake forum layout. I could not follow that shit. Oh, with the all the way down. <laughs> yeah, and it like yeah. staggers out yeah, too. You can't crazy. just read what's going on. I hated that. I couldn't stand. It. So I, I yeah, never did yeah, that. Yeah. It started getting pretty crazy. Yeah. Especially because when you'd get in like a hundred comment thread and it's all like staggered out, and then it was just it was just bad. <laughs> I was trying to learn. I was like, I can't follow this shit. So I I just stuck with like Amazon Alliance. I did what was it? Ballpythons.net had yeah. people post Amazon stuff on there sometimes, and and uh, Bloodpythons.com forums was where I spent a lot yeah. of time, and nerd forums too. Uh, Redtailboa.net. Yep. I, there was another website. I want to say it was redtailboa.net. Um, I was on there. I liked Amazon's, but not the BCI stuff. Poor, poor BCI. 
Uh, the Amazon people are like, nah, those things, those ground dwelling, somewhat tree loving boas, they're not it. <laughs> it's so weird. They call them Amazon tree boas, but they spend most of their time on the ground. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Sur- surprises people sometimes. Oh, abs- absolutely, man. When I, whenever I uh, I post something for like an Instagram story or whatever, and I've got to like lift up a piece of cork bark, it's inevitable I'll get maybe two or three messages of people that are like, "Is it like sick? Like, why is the tree boa like on the ground?" I'm like, "No, this yeah. is it's yeah. just what they do." <laughs> He's tired. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is where he sleeps. Mm-hmm. Oh, Do you keep anything else right now? Just Amazon. Um, it's mostly Amazons. I've got a small handful of geckos. Um, I got a male pastel ball pipe. On, not to brag or anything. <laughs> hey. and, um, I got, <laughs> I got a uh, one chondro left from when I was tried doing that for a little while. Not for me, chondros yeah, and me don't milk. <laughs> I I dove into it for a couple of years, man, and they're cool, but it just wasn't for me. That kind of bore me a little bit, if I'm being honest. They're cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a tree one. snake that just stays in the tree. <laughs> Freaking lame. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's funny the divide because, like, people who are like tree boas, they're always like. Oh, I like green tree pythons, but I can't stand emerald tree boas. Or they're like, I like emerald tree boas, but man, I don't like green tree pythons. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I like it's fun. Like, hey man, cool, can we man. just get along? <laughs> tree snakes, that's all. Yeah, no, I I appreciate my Amazon tree boas, man. I like not knowing where the hell I'm going to get bit from. <laughs> yeah, it can happen for sure. <sighs> <laughs> I will say they're not uh, a lot of them are not nearly as bad these days um, as they seem to be when I first started with them. Yeah, of absolutely. course we're talking about multi generation captive bred versus plucked out of a tree. So yeah, but yeah, it's um, yeah. it's it's nice to be able to just pick up an adult Amazon out of its thing and and deal with it. You know, not have to worry about it too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been pleasantly surprised because I've got a fair number of of imported animals, and I, I've been very surprised at how tractable they have been, and they're not totally losing their minds. Like when I the first Amazons that I had gotten, I don't know how many years ago, it's like as soon as you like walked past the enclosure, they are like ready to murder, you know. And so it's like forget about trying to do anything inside the cage; they've already figured out like you're there you need to die like don't touch me you know so this has been this has been nice i have a couple that are like as soon as i open up the enclosure they're like you have to not come any closer (laughs) and then they lose their mind but for the the vast majority of mine have been good yeah i got one that's still like that but everything else is not terrible everything else is either like basically hand tame or not terrible to deal with yeah so yeah, that's and that's that's when you can really have that that rewarding experience, you know. And I'm I mean, I've got a dozen or so 
<clears throat> Amazons now. And, and for, like I said, for the most part, they're all pretty, pretty tractable and stuff. And, and to be able to have that, uh, that interaction with them where you just hold them, you know, you don't have to worry about, <laughs> Oh man, I gotta, you know, whatever, like yeah. you can just hold them and enjoy them, you know, and, and they're just going to check you out and then try to go climb on something and do their thing. That's, uh, that makes it that much cooler, you know, when you can really admire them outside of the enclosure. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, one of the things I don't like, though, is we're like, oh, what's the friendliest Amazon you have? I'm like, please don't. You're just going to harass this, the thing. You're just going to stress <laughs> You just leave it alone, please. Yeah. It's like, if you want a snake, you can sit on your shoulders, get a ball python, please. Not exactly yeah. the same. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even my friendliest Amazons, I'm not putting them near my face. Yeah. Uh, you know. Why not, man? Just in case. Just in case. <laughs> yeah. No, totally, totally fair. I mean, for anybody who's never, uh, never experienced an Amazon bite or a bite from any Corallus species or, for the most part, arboreal anything, really, it's uh it's not an enjoyable experience but uh when you look at yeah when you look at the teeth on any of the corallus you're just kind of like i i don't i don't want that (laughs) yeah so what's your uh what's your goals with the uh with the amazons what's what's your vision with them just refining you know i'm not really it's probably not the most popular um thing for me to say but i don't really care much for like tigers and stuff like that i really just i like really clean um like i like really clean bicolors really clean patternless um and really just try to refine and make the cleanest ones of those i can yeah when you see a clean bicolor that just like takes everyone's breath away yeah i'm just trying to stay in one little small lane you know, I work a lot. I got other hobbies. So this is just like one thing I do. I stay in my little lane and that's it. No, I think that's uh, <clears throat> like when, when we were talking about having you on the podcast, I was like, that's one of those things that <clears throat> that I like, you know, uh, about being able to talk with not just breeders, but the hobbyist that's got, you know, a tight collection of stuff. And they're like, no, no, this is what I like. This is what I'm trying to do with it you know, this is the direction I want to take it. Cause this is what I like, you know, not, you're not concerned about, Oh God, I got to yeah. be able to pay the bills off this litter of, of Amazons, you know? Yeah. I mean, if nothing goes for me once, like last season, I didn't get anything and that's, that's fine. You know? Um, I think I've done, I've done three or four pairings this season, which is on the heavier side for me, but that doesn't mean they're all going to take. So we'll see. Right. Um, I'm pretty confident in punch right now. And uh, yeah, the tricks pairing is looking pretty good as well. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Thanks to look forward to. Heck yeah, absolutely. Uh, Really quick shout out to Christina Hill for the 10 bucks. US Arc, Florida. We have to stand together. Whatever happens in Florida sets a precedent for the nation. Yes, yes, and yes absolutely and anybody who thinks that that's an incorrect statement has not been paying attention uh to all the tegu insanity that has been slowly creeping its way up the southeast uh, and uh i think we should also be paying attention to georgia 
for that as well because uh i was just down there for a couple days and literally all over the the news they're talking about the invasive lizard the tegu so it's it's probably only a matter of time before we see something happening in georgia uh around tegu so yeah we need to make sure that we're involved however we can be otherwise we're only going to be keeping corn snakes out here <laughs> dude i was just talking to uh Kristen about this earlier i was like this theoretically you know with this proposal right here this daytona could be the last daytona yes yeah it's true because we're talking about no like if it's on that ban list or the not safe list that's that's it you know and uh the <clears throat> i was just talking with nick patini before jumping on here and we were like man you know it's really easy to amend a piece of, of uh, already in place law than it is to pass a law, you know? So anything that they might decide later on, that's not safe. They can just throw right on there and FWC doesn't need to go through a, a due process for that. They have the ability to just slap it on. And then the next day you're a felon. <laughs> I think the big thing is that they are harping on anything that could become invasive in Florida. And it's like, theoretically they could make a case that almost any reptile could be invasive in florida yes yep and i mean but so, dude i mean think about <clears throat> think about feral cats feral pigs all that stuff that that does immediate damage to the ecosystem on a far greater level you know think about like an invasive feral cat probably does five times more damage a day than a tegu Mm-hmm. but they're cute and cuddly so yeah yeah we can't go tell people to start you know drop kicking cats <laughs> yeah it's sad ah okay no more debbie downerness <laughs> oh man so um so brandon with with tricks uh you were saying that you know we you've gotten like calico ish kind of stuff out of her before um that was one of the reasons we were talking about utilizing carnage and stuff so what would what in your eyes would be yeah. like the craziest thing to see pop out of that that litter uh, a carnage junior <laughs> that would be pretty sweet hell yeah <laughs> um well here I've got a rack right here. She, um, here's one that I've been keeping my eye on from her last litter with Atomic. It's really been developing nice. Is that number five? Please. Hold on. It's number five. Hold on a second here. <laughs> you know how this goes. All right. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, this look at that. This one's been developing pretty nice. Um, they pretty much all started out, you know, mostly looking solid red. And I've gotten quite a bit of different development coming in now. They're right around a year and a half. I've held back the whole litter so far. Um, for one, to see how they develop. And um, for two, I'm not sure how much breeding Atomic has left in them. So I don't want to get rid of too many just just yet, you know, until I see what comes out of her sister. So um, right. then I've Thank got, you. you know, we had some that are like many versions of tricks with the red and uh, orange bicolor, real clean. Um, and just some different versions of red that are still changing. 
And, yeah, uh, man, I need to get a uh, uh, red garden. Heck hell yeah. yeah. The yellow and orange bicolors are just like something about those that just like yeah. really tickles my brain in the right spot. <laughs> That's another classic look, in my opinion. Just that that clean yellow orange bicolor. Um, mm. I'm working on a, a pairing with that too right now, so we'll see if that takes. Oh yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. So. <laughs> Randy, Randy's been in the chat. He said that he's uh, he's your cheerleader, <laughs> Brandon. But <laughs> he says, "Where's number nine? Because you're holding Randy's out." Randy's the man. <laughs> <laughs> number nine. Number nine is um has been red. It's it's had the most speckles this whole time. Mm -hmm. Just been starting to show some of the uh, patterning coming in. Damn red. That thing is so red. It's so saturated. Damn. And it's just chilling on your hand. It's like whatever. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Getting back to that, you know, I think they've had a bad uh a bad rap for a long time. And I guess for good reason, honestly. But these days, man, they're really uh they're really not too bad. And I think more people should start getting into them. And well, people have been getting into them lately, it seems like but um, yeah, man, they're cool. Extremely variable. <laughs> Heck yeah, the, the amount of uh, variation that you can have in one litter is like one of the things that really draws me. It kind of reminds me of Borneos, where it's like there you can breed these two kind of similar looking things, and you can still get a few animals out of that litter that are completely different looking than the parents. And I just like I love that shit. Yeah, that's cool, man. Like that's a species I don't know much about. But it's cool when you guys post up about them. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah! I have to. I have to catch up. I've been. I've just been staring at my Borneos recently, and I, and then like Rob every day has been like posting pictures of raise up Borneos, and I'm like, oh, I need to go take mine out in the sun and get some good pictures. <laughs> like Rob can't be hogging all the Borneo sunlight. <laughs> Man, Manitola has been crushing it. Some of the stuff that he's been posting pictures of recently, I'm like, ah, I'm losing my mind over here. I'm like, yeah. dude, Borneos, like, he just, yeah, you know, he he goes quiet. He went quiet for a little while, and then he's like, oh yeah, you guys forgot that I'm the best Borneo breeder in the world. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, here, check <laughs> these guns out. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to see what he hatches out this year, man. I'm so like, I'm so amped. Oh yeah, so, dude. Yeah, it's gonna be nuts. <laughs> We gotta run an ad break at some point. Just to... yes, actually, yes, you're right. I didn't even realize we were that far in. Okay, we're gonna run our ad break, and we will be back in uh, in about two minutes. So we'll see you then. Black Box Cages, located in Buford, Georgia, is your one-stop shop for all of your caging and rack needs. Owners Jen and Clint are at the helm of this fantastic company. With one of the shortest lead times in cage and rack manufacturing, Black Box can satisfy anyone's needs. From baby racks to V70s, arboreal and terrestrial caging to deep-fronted bioactive enclosures. You can find everything you need right here. New enclosure sizes and products are added frequently to their availability, so be sure to check back often. Black Box cages have tons of customizing options for lighting and heating. Along with that, cages and racks can be stacked with metal stacking dowels, 
and all cage joints are datoed for improved durability and stability. Most cage units are flat packed but are pre-assembled prior to shipping to ensure a solid build every time. The Micro, XC18, XT3, BioG, and 3-Stack V70 ship assembled and all other racks are shipped freight and assembled. The XR16 and XR20 model racks allow keepers to mix and match tubs. Fitting both Vision and Freedom Breeder tubs, you can mix the V15, V18, and V35S tubs, or the FB5, FB8, and FB35CV SC tubs. This kind of flexibility allows keepers to raise their animals from hatchling to juvenile or sub-adult size before needing to upgrade into adult caging. Don't just take our word for it. Go to their website to see countless customer reviews and review videos from keepers all over. To learn more about Black Box Cages, follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Black Box Cages, and of course their website www.blackboxcages.com. Links to their socials and website will be available in the podcast description. Bam! We are back from that. Shout out to Black Box Cages, our uh, <clears throat> full year um, supporter. We appreciate that. Um, if you haven't checked them out already, go check them out. And you know, if you have Amazon tree boas, you need black box cages. That's all. Just saying. Awesome. You know, all they work pretty well. <laughs> I need some. Yeah, that's right. You got to get, we got to get uh, Brandon to get a whole room of black box cages. Then I won't feel so bad when I have a whole room of black box cages. <laughs> <laughs> that's next on the list. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> Heck yeah. Which uh which one are you holding now? Is that is that number nine? Or are we just teasing Randy? This is number one. Okay, all right. He's just trying to go somewhere else other than here right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. <clears throat> so what's been the uh what's been the craziest looking neonate that you've ever ever produced? Probably back in 2019. I bred Atomic to a female, another female of mine, uh, called Moana, actually. She's, uh, she's a big, just, um, I don't even know how to explain her, man. Lavender, but she's got a lot of just random scale colors mixed in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't, you don't have a way for me to send you pictures on here, do you? Uh, maybe, but I don't know how to do it, so... <laughs> I saved this picture because I I almost forget about the snake. It ended up passing away after a while, but um, let me see if I can show it to you like this. I don't know if you remember this one. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Thing's crazy. Yeah, I was like super, super excited about that thing. It just, that whole litter was pretty much a disaster. It was mostly a stillborn litter. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) That one, that one was alive and uh another one with a kink in it stayed alive for a little bit and then um they both ended up passing but that that litter was just so variable man it was a little bit of everything in there um damn trying to repeat that pairing this year too so heck yeah we'll see there was even a paradox stillborn in there what and, That's yeah, black crazy. and orange so, yeah. oh man well, fingers crossed. <laughs> you know <laughs> how it goes. Crossed. Something, something close comes yeah. out like that. 
you ever see the paradox ones over in Europe? I think it was Vanja Paris had them. They were like just these crazy paradoxes. Yeah, um, there are some gnarly ones. Yeah, they're crazy. Yeah, it'd absolutely. Be, it'd be cool to have one. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Shout out to Amy B. I agree with Christina. United we stand. That's right, for sure. Absolutely. Again, anybody who might have just tuned in, all of tonight's uh, super chats are going right to U.S. Arc, Florida, as uh, they're dealing with their own insanity. Um, speaking of insanity, just because he's here and he has to give everybody shit, Limey asked if you can keep this litter alive. <laughs> I'm surprised it took this long. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, he's been that. here. I just haven't. Uh, I just haven't highlighted him yet. <laughs> ah, fair enough. I can't see any of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, he's he's said a few things. Some of them won't uh won't be repeated on, on the air. <laughs> That's all right. I know where he lives. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. He got me uh he got me pretty good at the end of last week's <laughs> last week's live stream. <laughs> I was not expecting it either. What we do without it, man. That's true. That's true. true. Life, hey, life up north got kind of boring without Limey. Uh, I will, I will say that the shows, the shows lost a little bit of uh, of luster, or maybe they well, gained a little bit of luster. Pizzazz. That's yeah, what the it was the, the foreign pizzazz. <laughs> <laughs> well. Since we're all in the same state now, we should probably all get up sometime. This is true. Absolutely. Can can Limey get up? Does Limey get up? He just moved a little blue pill, but he still he gets up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh god. I'm just gonna say I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, too good. We love you, Limey. <laughs> Yeah, we got to get together, do some herping or something. Cause... We actually do. Yeah, hell yeah. I got plenty of woods around my house. I get, I get copperheads, box turtles, all that stuff around my yard. Look, man, I am <laughs> frustrated about the copperhead situation down here, and it's driving me insane. Dude, give it a little time. We're just now in spring. I, that's what everyone I keeps telling me, but like. Everyone's like, oh, copperheads are everywhere. You won't be able to you, – you step out your front door and a copperhead's going to stare you in the eyeballs. And I'm like, where are all these copperheads? I've been hiking in the woods <laughs> every day for three hours for six months, and I have not found one copperhead. Yeah, they're, they're making you put in your time to earn it. I guess. <laughs> I thought that they were just going to be like handing them out at Walmart because, like, the way that people talk about them down here, they're like, "Oh man, yeah, the copperheads are everywhere." You, I saw one in my garden. I saw one at, at Aldi. I saw one uh, when I went to the swimming pool. They're everywhere. <laughs> well, you you always find them when you're not looking for them. That's when I always find them. I I'm. I know that's going to happen. I'm going to be at work. I work where I'm going outside all day, servicing people's houses. So I know I'm going to like, I'm just going to be servicing somebody's house and boom, it's going to be there. And I'm going to be like, well, I can't hang out and take pictures of this right now. So this sucks. 
I just I just want to highlight. Oh yeah, <clears throat> you'll see one. I just want to highlight Limey's comment because this is exactly what I told Rob. <laughs> it's been winter. <laughs> I know, I know that. But I, I like I've been herping so much, and I've found other snakes. I've found so many other snakes. I found salamanders. I found box turtles. No copperheads. What is the deal with that, dude? Rob has uh, Rob has gotten spoiled. <laughs> Because we we came, we came from the 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 frozen tundra that is New England yep. to a place that has a very mild winter in comparison, and he was still able to find herps. So now he thinks if you find one herp, <laughs> you have to be able to find them. I all. have found snakes every month since December. Just okay, immediately. <laughs> immediately. <Yeah. laughs> Well, you're you're doing better than a lot of people right now, so far. So, yeah, I get. I the only reason that is is because almost every day I go out and spending a couple hours. Today I spent three hours or three and a half hours out there. Yesterday I think I spent two hours. Like every day I'm out there because it's so close to me. So, I'm like, why not? Why not spend a, a bunch of time out there? Last weekend was a three-day weekend. It was cold. It was in the 60s, and I was still out there every day. So, I mean, I got a lot of snakes here, but I want to see more snakes. <laughs> Meanwhile, I want everybody that listening to recognize that Rob said it was cold, comma, it was in the 60s. Yeah, it was cold, man. We're, we're both from Massachusetts. The 60s is T-shirt hey. weather. <laughs> Hey, I'm with I don't, feel I don't feel comfortable in a t-shirt unless it's 80. Like today it was 80 degrees and I was like, I feel good right now. I don't feel like I need a sweatshirt. When it gets down close to 70, I'm like, okay, this is not comfortable anymore. Have you seen any rat snakes yet this year? I found a dead one in the road yesterday. <laughs> Crushed oh, me. Absolutely terrible. It was like it kind of looked like it could have been alive and I was working, so I like I was driving down this road in the middle of nowhere, so I like pulled off to the side of the road, turned around, pulled up, and I look out the window, and I was like, "Oh, I had guts all spilled out of it," and I was like, "Man, that sucks." I go, I pull over to the side of the road. Yeah, I had gloves on. I go, I pick it up. It like twitched for a second, but it it like died immediately. Like as soon as I picked it up, it was gone. I was so bummed, man. So bummed. I haven't seen any black rat snakes yet. I found well, Kristen found one black racer. But we we found what we found queen snakes we found a black racer we found um, garter snakes we found lots of worm snakes brown snakes earth snakes yeah I think that might be a snake. yeah all the common stuff yet again just want to point out still good man it's still good it's winter yeah. yeah well it's winter but also we came from a place. <laughs> Most of this shit didn't exist, Rob. <laughs> yeah, for real. I found more species here than exist in New England, and I'm still petty about it. Like, it was cold. <laughs> and it was in literally wintertime. Yeah, and right. it's been winter. Right. January through the end of March. And he's like, well, I'm not finding enough snakes. I'm like, dude. 
we could still be in New Hampshire and looking at snow. So yeah, Jake sent me a snap that he found uh, a yeah. first snake of the year this week or yesterday. <laughs> and I'm like, it is what now? It is April. Come on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess that puts it into perspective, but still, I'm so glad I'm not in Arctic tundra land anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I hate the cold. <laughs> it so limey, limey strikes again. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I'm. Uh, this is something I will f- wholeheartedly take the abuse for i am whining right now i am complaining (laughs) but i feel like like i herp a lot so i should be finding more (laughs) fair enough brandon what's the what's the craziest thing you've found uh in your yard because i know you've got you've got quite the property there uh man spotted salamanders maybe um heck yeah Spotted salamanders, copperheads, black rats, all the all the brown snakes and small stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Plenty of box turtles in the summertime. Uh, nothing like crazy, crazy. Probably the spotted salamanders, just because that was probably the least expected to see in my yard. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah, heck yeah, dude. <clears throat> yeah, I remember the first time I found spotted salamanders in uh, in Massachusetts. I was like, "Oh my god, this is yeah, I, cool. <laughs> I was like, "It's so they're so big." Because yeah. the first one I found was like a little one, and the next one was like a big one, and I was like, "Holy shit, that thing's huge!" Yeah, yeah, I found like different size ones in my yard too, like little babies and then big fat ones. Mm-hmm. There's like this little yeah, certain like... spot of leaf litter that they like. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like when you, when you find an adult, you're like, holy crap, like that's a that's a big salamander. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Dude, supposedly eastern part of North Carolina, you can get the uh eastern tiger salamanders, and I'm like that oh, really? that I would lose my mind. Hey look, I know people I know people in this state. In different parts of the state that have good spots, if you guys just want to go see stuff, yes, like the I do want to go see hills, stuff, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was looking at some of the distribution maps on like different species, and I saw those green salamanders are found like way, way, way west in the state. And I'm like, I need to make a trip just to go see those because they're just so fascinating to me, dude. They're like this green and black salamander. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. And they live like in mountain areas, like climbing moss rock ledges. Like they, they don't, they're not just like on the ground. They're like arboreal salamanders. They're so freaking cool. Hell yeah. Just want to see him. That's all. Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> Heck yeah. I feel like, I feel like, uh, <clears throat> That's probably the coolest part about the state is there's there's quite a bit of diversity for herps and it's <laughs> widespread diversity. Like so, it's not like you're gonna find everything in one location. Yeah. You know, like Massachusetts was like, you're gonna find these, and you can pretty much find all of these anywhere, everywhere, <laughs> except for a couple of things. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, one of uh, one of the buddies I'm talking about, he actually lives in the mountains, uh, you know, to the west of me. He's really cool locality corn snakes, uh, king snake, rattlesnake, 
tons of different salamanders. I mean, so it's maybe 45 minutes from my house, 45 minutes or an hour. So if you guys ever want to do something sometime, we can try to plan it out. Hell yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. And while we're also on the topic of all being in the same state, I have to do a shameless plug for the Carolina Herpetological Society because we have our first open meeting uh, happening on April 24th. Uh, it'll be at Lake Norman State Park uh, right in Troutman, North Carolina. So anybody that's, uh, that's in the Carolinas, uh, if you want to come join us for that, all the details are on Facebook. Um, just look up Carolina Herpetological Society and uh, you'll find all of that. So I'm super stoked for that. <clears throat> and then uh, our May meeting will be in uh, in South Carolina. More details are coming on that uh, soon. We got to be able to nail nail the date uh, in for that. But uh, yeah, I don't want to spill all the beans on it. I know Rob's super amped. <laughs> I'm so excited for the the <laughs> meeting, dude. Like that is. I'm just gonna I'm gonna show up two hours early, and then I'm gonna stay six hours late. And uh, yeah. That, that one's gonna be yeah that one's gonna be that one's gonna be fun for sure and then uh from june on hopefully we'll we'll have a centralized location uh that we can be meeting at at a more consistent uh time for that at least once a month thing but um <clears throat> yeah super excited for that limey limey says he won't be there which means we'll have a good time so <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. It's okay. It's all right. That that means when he finally does show up, it's gonna be interesting. <laughs> I was say I gotta put my speedo away because Lightning's not gonna be <laughs> Jeremy, you got a new bathing suit today. Don't let that stop you. <laughs> <laughs> We're not supposed to talk about that, Rob. What stay what happens in Daytona stays in Daytona. <laughs> Oh man, Brandon, I'll have to I'll have to send you send you a message. I don't know. Did you see the post I put up today unboxing those carpet pythons? Mm, no. Okay. So <laughs> I I got them from my buddy KJ down in Florida. But uh the whole there was a whole conversation that happened where he convinced me to buy a snake uh while I was down there. I wasn't supposed to buy any snakes, but he convinced me to buy a snake and I was like, I'll buy this snake, but uh you need to give me this. And that was however many months ago, you know, and uh, <clears throat> it, I, I almost forgot about it. And then we were talking recently and he's like, hey, man, like, I want to get these snakes to you. Weather's warming up. We're looking good to ship and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, OK. And he's like, do you remember the uh, do you remember the Daytona deal? And I was like, I vaguely, man. And dude, he delivered on that. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll I'll send you the, the pictures. <laughs> I had people in my DMs like, did he send you like Fair some enough. phallic object or something? I was like, no, no. <laughs> I wouldn't have laughed that hard, but <laughs> it's even better. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Now I hate I missed it. <laughs> oh man it was it was good i knew i had to do it uh i knew i had to do the unboxing on camera because i knew there was going to be something in the box but i didn't know i couldn't remember 100 percent what it was and then as soon as i saw it 
I was like, ah, I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh yeah, I should I should make cupcakes for the meeting. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. So that uh that brings me back to what I was gonna say. So uh the meetings at Lake Norman State Park. Uh, so, you know, come have a good time. You can bring your family. It's a great, it's a great place. If you've never been, it's wonderful. I love going out there and, and just walking the trails. Um, but, uh, it's bring your own, bring your own lunch. Uh, it's in the afternoon. So the, the board is going to bring, you know, general light refreshments and stuff. Uh, but if you're going to stay and hang and everything, you know, definitely recommend that you bring your own lunch and hang out. There's plenty of cover, uh, inside and outside in case it rains and stuff. So, um yeah so back to the amazon talk randy's bringing us back uh he's asking me what i did with that new or when do i get that uh red amazon with the yellow head what are my plans with the amazon so uh oh, yeah <laughs> so that uh that amazon i got i think i got that before i moved down down here actually um from one of my buddies down in florida it's an imported animal and uh we were going back and forth on it for a while and and i finally was able to get my hands on it and it was cooler in person than it was in the photos and in the photos it was pretty cool and he thought that uh it was a male and it turned out to be a female so i was even happier about that uh because that then i knew i could throw it to carnage and the whole bunch and hellboy and all that stuff so i was super stoked about that um it's just a really bizarre animal. And, and in this most recent shed, there's uh, some black speckling that's come in, uh, almost like a black calico look. It's it's very interesting. Um, so I'm intrigued to see how that will develop. So her head is bright orange, and she's got these blotches of black, like grayish black on it. It's, it's very, very unique. Um, so, and my plans with the Amazons, uh i'm loving the red stuff obviously just to be a, a a follower of the trend there the red stuff has always caught my eye though um i'm really interested in doing uh like the clean bicolor stuff um like i really like the bicolor tigers but that are just like stupid clean like some of the stuff that Roy was producing um just those stupid clean those are the tigers i like yeah yeah exactly exactly like though every time i see him posting those i'm like i don't need it <laughs> yeah so, i take one of those in the collection yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely so i think uh i think you know i might might have to uh get my hands on one of those um i am certainly expanding on the amazons uh this year i'm probably gonna uh double the size of the amazons this year and then uh, depending on what things look like, I might double that number, but, uh, cause I have a problem, but you know, it's easier to feed 40 Amazons than a hundred ball You're pythons. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's not easier, uh, to clean th that many cages of Amazons. That's fair, but I'm here for it. <laughs> I'll say also it's a lot easier to feed that just, many pythons babies. True. Cleaning day seems to take a little longer with the Amazons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I'm I'm definitely interested now. Um, the the auction addiction is real. Clint from Black Boxes in the house. Um, the auction addiction is real. Yes, absolutely is. (laughs) The addiction is real. Yeah, I mean, auction addiction is real too, man. If I get enough beer in me at Tinley, (laughs) there's some bad choices made at the auction. Um. But yeah, I mean, I I think between the, probably this year and next year, uh, with the stuff that I've got breeding for the Amazons, a lot of the growth of the collection is just going to come from holdbacks. Um, you know, Rory's got some stuff yeah. that I'm I'm interested in, but uh, you know, I I don't want to go hog wild buying stuff when uh, when I don't even know what I'm going to be producing from my own animals, and I know I'm going to want to hold some things back, so you know oh, so we'll wait yeah for sure yeah we'll wait and see you know i mean hell with this this litter that uh that brandon and i are working on we might you know we'll do our split and then who knows six seven months down the line we're looking at offspring and be like i'll swap you that one for that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah so sell babies mm-hmm. on the next go around yeah yeah exactly exactly just keep them all back don't worry about it <laughs> I do have I I've got one Rory animal in my collection right now. It's a it's a bicolor yellow orange bicolor. Dude, his oh, yeah. bicolors are are mint, man. Yeah, he's got some incredible animals. Man, so we'll see. And a lot of people have been buying them and posting them up lately too. So there's going to be a lot of Rory blood floating around here in the near future. Besides just the stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's been great to see the uh, the attention that uh, that the Amazons have been getting recently. You know, because now people are starting to realize, like, yeah, man, hey, these are these are gorgeous, you know, gorgeous snakes, and they're they're not the uh, evil tree monsters <laughs> that they've been portrayed to be for the last twenty plus years. That scrubs are, yeah, man, him, date. <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely been some people uh, putting in time and effort over the years, you know, and sticking with it, and it's starting to show. Hell yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. All right, so we are wrapping up our time. We're, we've uh, we've gone past our hour mark, which is cool. That means you didn't suck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> guess it depends on who you ask <laughs> oh man so uh we always ask our guests one final wrap-up question so that question for you is uh what in the realm of reptiles be it something in your own collection or something that you've seen online scouring the interwebs what in the realm of reptiles has you excited about reptiles right now oh man i hear you guys ask everybody this question and i still wasn't ready for it Um, hmm. the realm of reptiles well i'm just gonna go with amazons man a lot of progress has been been made and uh some really cool stuff is popping out has been popping out and i just want to see what keeps happening with that really hell yeah hell yeah dude that's what it's at man all right if people want to find out more about more people start getting into them hell yeah 
If uh, people want to find out more about the uh, work you're doing with Amazons, where should they look you up? Um, I'm on Facebook, Brandon Christ. Uh, I don't do a whole lot on there. I'm more more on Instagram. That's uh, Snakeman underscore BK. Uh, I just post stuff on my page that I think is cool and post stuff in my story sometimes. That's about it. Oh, 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 wait, wait. <laughs> what did you do to Mike today, Brandon? <laughs> what didn't I do to Mike today? Bruh. Listen, day, every every single time, it's usually on Fridays that you post something <laughs> messing with Mike, and I laugh I gotta, my ass yeah, off every single yeah. time. I gotta, I gotta get him riled up for the weekend. <laughs> Bruh, Rob, it's literally the equivalent of like us and Dan. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I watch it. oh man too good well dude i appreciate you coming on and hanging with us and just chatting about amazons dude it's been it's been a blast man yeah man appreciate it um hopefully we can get up sometime soon man yes absolutely absolutely all right that wraps it up guys uh next week i don't know who the hell we're talking to because i'm not looking at my phone but uh you know the drill we'll tell you (laughs) see you guys take care Thank you.